like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, all Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Welcome to season two. We're the Horror Movie Crew. I am Josh. Hello, y'all. Seth here. Yo, it's Jess. Yo, this is HMC. I got an ice cube in my mouth. That's very unprofessional. If they didn't like the beer crack, they're not going to like the ice cube crunch. No, the crunching. HMC 56 Aliens from 1986. We are at the cabin. Cabin! HMC Cabin Trip 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag that. Hashtag that. Hashtag it. We had quite the experience getting to this point in the day. Yeah, there's a lot of activities that led up to this. It's a lot of driving, mm-hmm. a lot of creepy roads. It's um, really good that we left when we did. Yeah. The departure time was key. Yeah. Big ass storm on the creepy roads. <laughs> storm. Yes. Yeah. The waiter. The waiter. <laughs> let's, you know, let's just walk them through the day. So we got the day started around one. Mm-hmm. You got well. You were late, Seth. Seth I was, was late. there precisely at one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember you being a little late, but that's okay. Jess was early by fifteen minutes. Actually, you were there earlier. So I saw your car sitting out in the driveway. I don't know what you were doing. I was on out the there. phone. Okay. She was rubbing one work last call. one out before the trip. Yep. What? What? <laughs> you were what? Now? I said work call. Oh, okay. Mm. What did you think I said? Nothing. <laughs> We know you weren't, didn't call it jerking off. We found that out. Yeah. Right. You yeah. did not call it that. No. Do you think any women call it that? Maybe. Like, man, Leroy was out tonight and I got to watch in the TV. It was TBS. And um, that daggone Ryan Gosling movie came on where he is out in the rain with that young lady. And I just had to take off my panties and jerk off. I yeah. think your hand mm-hmm. motions you're doing yeah. along with this. Hmm? I liked it as Your well. hand motions. Oh, you liked them? Yeah, the. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how old ladies sound. The notebook, by the way. They probably do, but I, the, the hand movement was That's thro- what did throwing it. me. Yeah. Okay, so we started around one. Uh, we hit the road. We mm-hmm. got to Columbus, Ohio. Seth went the wrong way, so we ended up in Cleveland, Ohio. We had to turn <laughs> around, drive back down Yep. to Lancaster. Yes. Is that where we're at? Canal uh, Winchester. Canal Winchester. Yeah. Something like that. And <laughs> we uh, got our cabin keys from a rickety shed. Jess had to go up and stick her hand in a hole. Didn't know what was in the hole. It's like when you go to one of those theme parks and they say, hey, guess what's in the box? Yeah. yeah. Stick your hand in. It's kind of gooey and mushy. Mm-hmm. She and did then that. she mm-hmm. almost open mouth kissed a lesbian. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seth and I are sitting in this Cadillac and um, um, a very... <laughs> nice, nice gal walks by the front, and we're like, man, she seems to know Jess. It was a little weird. We oh, watched as you yeah. as she walked up to you. They had a warming embrace. Seth, you want to describe yeah. the embrace? Uh, I really, I can't. It was, really? <laughs> it was just so magical. I mean, 
It almost wasn't slow motion for me. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Like a movie. Yeah. And then just what happened after that? Uh, she bought us all coffee. Yeah. B- b- before that. Oh, oh. they both opened their mouths fully and then embraced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She told me to blast my nips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you did. I did. And, and that's when the magic hit for me because it was mm-hmm. like, um, <sighs> what's that movie? Is it Austin Powers where the girls shoot the bullets out of their... Oh, um, yeah. The, the Fembots. It was like that, <laughs> but it was fembots. like... Um, I want to say it was like a mixture between sprinkles and um, fairy dust. Yes. That went everywhere. And this young lady, that gal, she was very happy. And I love it when people are happy. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. It was a weird exchange. Yeah. It was. Um, Then we got to Kroger and we had a nice man with painted fingernails. Yeah. And a big chaw. He was a salami. And he was then he followed us to our car, but he really got in the car next to us, and then he proceeded to eat an entire deli bag of salami. You that actually it. happened. Oh, where the hell was I putting the cart bag? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were putting the cart bag. It happened in a short amount of time, but this guy definitely had dip in his mouth and was eating salami. Was he hot? No. Oh damn! I wouldn't describe him as such. No. Um, younger, younger fellow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then we get to the cabin. We unload all of our stuff. Our cabin is out in the middle of nowhere, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go down a long... It's very... Honest to God, it is just like the cabin in Evil Dead. It's down a long gravel yeah. lane. That's what it looks like. Surrounded by trees. It opens up once you get to the cabin, and there's the cabin. There's mm-hmm. a very creepy barn that Josh and I looked in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is an uh, an axe. There's an axe. <laughs> <laughs> a couple <laughs> old lawnmowers. <laughs> that axe, the word axe got stuck on my dangly. Did it you hear like, it? Yeah. <laughs> it was like I couldn't get it out. I was like... Ah. <laughs> Seth had to pat me on the back. We got it out. Yeah, that's fine. There's an axe in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we set up the recording stuff. Yeah. And here like, we are. fucking super quick, too. Thank you. You forgot about the stare down at the gas station. <laughs> oh, yes. There's a gas station about, I don't know, two miles, three miles? Yeah, a couple miles mm-hmm. from, from the ca- From the cabin. Fucking Billy Bob. Billy Bob was there. We went in to get ice. I went in to get ice. These two were afraid. They're like, you have tattoos. You just go in. You'll fit right in. You kind of talk with a little bit of a draw. You have tattoos and some of your teeth are missing. So I went like, and got the yeah. ice. That's true. That's and true. Billy Bob stared Seth down the whole time. Yeah, it was creepy. And then I looked over and he was still looking. He didn't break contact. He wasn't afraid of us. There was probably gas spilling out. He was just like, he fucking was looking at us for an hour. That's big and that's a big and truck. It probably could take a lot of gas. That's I don't. True. He probably didn't see you. He just saw Josh get out. And me. He's like, mm, look at them boys. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. It was. See, so really, the good thing is, where I'm sitting, I can see down the driveway straight out to the road, sort of through the trees. Uh, if Billy Bob does show up here. Um, he would likely see you through the window, and he'd be like, "Ah, not the party I was hoping for." Yeah, yeah. right. That's true. He's like two young, sexy men. Yeah, maybe men, maybe boys. We don't know. He's probably thinking, "Oh, I was hoping some homosexuals would come up here this weekend." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want them two boys to be the white bread to my Billy Bob salami sandwich. That mm. was one hundred percent. That'd be yes. a dirty fucking sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it would. That's some like day old meat right there. <laughs> mm, yeah, it <laughs> smells right. Anyway, we are at our first. Can we call it an annual since it's the first one? Yeah. First annual. First yeah. annual horror movie crew podcast cabin trip. We're hanging out at the cabin, recording episodes, watching movies. We might drink a little bit of alcohol. You yeah. know, we're already drinking. We're getting old. <laughs> we have to really take care of our bodies. That's true. I had my physical yesterday, and my blood pressure is perfect. 
Nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. I went to the dentist today, mm-hmm. and the nice gal, she, I think she was trying to get me to buy an ultrasonic toothbrush because she was Probably. like, your teeth are so nice. She's lying to you. Hang on. Your teeth are so nice. Have you ever thought about buying an ultrasonic toothbrush to match your gum health with your teeth health? <laughs> yeah. Like, she's- oh, you fucking... <laughs> salesman you she's like your teeth are nice but they're gonna fall out of your face that's what she fucking said she was like you know you can have the best teeth in the world but if your gum health doesn't match you can start losing teeth yeah you need Mm -hmm. this hundred dollar oh yeah ultrasonic toothbrush oh it gets better Mm -hmm. listen to this i'm like well how much would one of those cost and i was thinking of you because you're a fucking asshole and she was like well it looks like you might brush kind of (laughs) hard fucking caveman and then i thought of you and I was like, well, one of my best friends told me the other day that I brushed like a fucking caveman. And she was like, we got something for you, young man. So she goes in the back and she gets this toothbrush. She's like, here, use this. Act like your finger is your, your tooth, right? So I'm brushing and this thing's going, meh, 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 like telling me that I'm brushing too hard, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's $110. Let me get you another one. So she goes back in the back, comes back with another toothbrush. This thing, when you brush, it actually lights up green. It says, hey, you're in the good zone. Ooh. But when you get to that bad zone, ease up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, she's like, I was like well, how much is this one? Because obviously it's the better toothbrush. How much do you think this toothbrush costs? 200 bucks. I don't know. Very close. $170. I bet yeah. they finance. <laughs> <laughs> Be in debt to my dentist. I'll take payments. (laughs) Three easy payments for this (laughs) toothbrush. I'm like, I'm not, not, I got on Amazon and found the same one for like 20 bucks. And granted, it's got some Japanese name that I've never heard of, but I'm sure it's made at the same factory. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, not at all important as to what we're doing, but this is going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. Seth. Yeah. What have you been up to? I watched The Kissing Booth three last night. There's three of those? Yeah. Holy Have you watched cow. any of them? Nah. The third one was them. not that great. The first mm. two were better. Like, the acting was pretty, like, ugh. Does it rapidly go downhill? It just it feels like it was just, like, thrown together. The first two felt more, like, solid. I just wanted to see what the wrap-up of the story was. Oh, this is yes. it? Yeah. They're doing a trilogy and they're done. I assume the way it ended. Oh, do they all die? No, they're just, like, older. It's, like, six oh. years later. They're just too old to get in a kissing booth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it was cute. It was all right. And Not then great. I want Jess got me balls deep into the movies that made us. Mm. Yes. Balls deep. But I watched all of them. And how many of them are there? Eight. Holy cow. You watched eight movies? No, they're like hour long episodes oh, about okay. movies. Okay. Which one was your favorite? Probably the Home Alone one. I did not know it was filmed inside of a school gym. Yeah. Wasn't that wild? I was mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. The whole movie? Like the whole inside of the house, they built a set inside of a school gym. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And then like the flooding, you know, where the water is coming down, they built that in the pool. The flooding where the water is where it's coming, like coming down. down the stairs. Remember the house is filling up with water. Yes. Cause they're the wet bandits. Yes. In this movie, right. Mm-hmm. So okay. they built a set like in the shallow end of a swimming pool. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Sweet. It's really good. You should watch it. Cause it talks about all like how a lot of these movies almost didn't get made and mm. Studios passed on them, and Home Alone was supposed to be a low-budget Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And it was it low-budget? Kind of. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we won't be watching that here because our internet's terrible, but... Right. Yes. That's about it for my shows. That was it? Yeah. Wow, was I've quick. watched a lot this week. 
the next three episodes we record here are going to be very boring if that's all you've watched. I hope you save yeah. some for the other ones. I can make something up. Okay, that's what I would do too. <laughs> what about you, Jess? What have you been up to? I've kind of got like a list again. Oh, uh, here we go. Like a few. Um, so I watched Space Camp. I don't even know what that is. It's like an 80s movie. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> it's got... Um, is that the one where they accidentally launched the shuttle or something? Yeah. yeah. So it's got like Joaquin Phoenix, isn't it? Mm. And his he was so young, his name was still Leaf. Leaf? That's yeah. his real name. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Leaf. Leaf Walking Phoenix. Or yeah. is, is Walking his middle name? I don't know. I don't it know. It could be. I'm oh. not sure. But yeah, it's like Leaf, River their sister's name was summer uh so there was some kind of thing going on but there. don't yeah. accidentally like go up into space yeah so yeah. there's a robot like at the camp and uh he like makes friends with joaquin mm-hmm. and he like overhears him be like i'm never going to space and so he like mm. transmits something so that the rocket actually goes up Aww. while they're like in training on it <laughs> he just wants him to be happy he does yeah it's a good life lesson i always wanted to go to space movie. camp as a kid mm, not me it's i hate it. but it's like i think it's like outrageously expensive oh i'm sure yeah i think all those camps are we sent lucy this summer to a week camp at um nature trails or something like that it was a science camp i think that could be fun That's sweet but it was only like three hours and it wasn't i think it was pretty expensive oh because we were like i don't know like is this really worth it <laughs> like you could just take her hiking abby's like <laughs> yes it's, i need these three hours to myself i'm mm. like understood understood three so, hours a day for like a week for a week yeah. uh, i thought it was like a camp you like left her there for a week fuck no are you kidding me could you see me That's leaving scary. my kids somewhere for a week when they're older maybe no like a summer camp no no not a fucking chance they could be like a helicopter parent. <laughs> I already am a helicopter parent. Oh, jeez. Their they... teenage years are going to be real fun. I know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Damn dog. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I also watched The Adventures of Buckaroo Bonsai Across the Eighth Dimension. What? That sounds terrible. I don't even know fully what the fuck was going on during this movie, but it's also another like 80s movie. <laughs> even heard of and it's got the dude that's in robocop in it the robocop yes really yeah it's fucking weird where did you find these movies um i was just searching just like fucking looking through 80s movies Hmm. i was like what the fuck is this and it's got um jeff goldblum in it really oh yes (laughs) but it has to be good it's fucking nuts does not sound great and I watched Beverly Hills Cop. I was on an 80s kick. Dude, what? what? Were you like on like Showtime or something? You're like, HBO get Max. Them, get them all in. Did you get HBO Max? Max. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I too had to purchase HBO Max this week. I was not happy about it. A do lot of not, good stuff on there though. Yeah. Do not let me forget to cancel that Cinemax thing we did for... Why don't you tell Siri to remind you three days before? What movie was it that we watched on there? Uh, The Faculty? Yeah. Gotta yeah. cancel that shit. That's out now. That's out now. Um, what did I watch? I watched Don't Breathe because the um, new one came out today. Oh. Um, I like it. I don't. You're not excited for the new one? No. I did find out the new one is not a prequel. It says it takes place a few years after the happenings of the first one. What happens at the end of the first one? Uh, Rocky gets away with okay. the money. Okay. He, uh, the man, the blind man is found and it looks like um the two guys the one's name is money and the other one's name is i forget aaron adam and uh, no i forget it doesn't matter 
they find those guys in the house and it looks like they broke in and the blind guy's a hero. So at the end of it, the blind okay. guy, the war vet, is a hero. Oh. They, they never find the girl from the, in the basement because he throws her under the tiles. Oh, uh, that's right. But... So I wonder who this little girl is on the new one. I don't know, but all that money huh. he had, he had like almost a million dollars. It was a payoff because that girl he had tied up in the basement was the one that killed his daughter. Oh. And he was trying oh, to impregnate right. her to get another daughter because she took his daughter from him and then he was going to let her go, supposedly. Ew. But the money yeah, he had was a payoff because the girl got off from killing his daughter. So, so he, it has to be that that girl gets pregnant and has a kid. She can't. She's dead. He shoots her on accident. Oh, does he? Oh. Yes, he tries to shoot Rocky and shoots her and she was pregnant. Oh. I guess they'll explain it then in the next one. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Oh, she was pregnant. She was, died. yeah. So that's why he ties Rocky up and says, well, since you've killed my... This lady, I'm not going to say his girlfriend. Obviously not his girlfriend. <laughs> so I wonder if she was full term. Maybe she had the baby and we just didn't see that part. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think so, but maybe. He throws her body underneath the tiles. Anyway, the movie ends. Rocky gets away with the money. Her okay. and her sister are moving. And then she sees on the news that they found that guy. He's alive. And uh, he's like a, a considered a hero because these people broke into his house. Uh, and yeah. Anyways, I don't know what the... I'm probably going to see the new one just because I think the first one's really good. Uh, I also watched Suicide Squad. Yeah? What do you think? I didn't like it as much as everybody else did. I didn't like it that much. Oh, I thought you did like it. Mm. Oh, John Cena did it for you. Mm-hmm. You know what really pissed me off? And this is a spoiler alert. So if you've not seen it and you want to jump ahead 30 seconds, now would be a great time to do that. Fucking Rick Flag dies. Yeah. In the most dumb way. As soon as that happened, I was immediately done with the movie. And I was like, I'm done. I turned it off. John I went to Cena, bed. Cena. Motherfuck. Mm, yeah. Yeah, Didn't people like at work it. were talking about it. Nobody liked it. Really? Uh-uh. Oh, it got really good ratings. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was good up until that point, and then I'm like, ah, really? This this, this is what's going to happen? Because he's like my... Well, Harley Quinn is my mm-hmm. favorite character, and she's fucking awesome. But yeah, I was like, I'm done. It was like in the last Marvel movie when they freaking killed off Iron Man, and I was irate in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. That was it. I was like, I'm done with this fucking movie. I'll never watch it again. Yeah, Rick Flagg is like a big character. That It was just like a shitty way. That well, he died. supposedly in the comics, I guess something similar to this happens, and then you find out later he's not actually dead. Mm. But did you stay? Did you watch it through the credits? I think you see the two. Um, I can't remember what happened. Workers that work with the um, the head lady. Yes. They walk through the hospital John and they're like, Cena. and it wasn't. I thought it was gonna be Rick Flag. They're like, yeah. oh, okay, we couldn't believe his heart was still working, and then it's freaking John Cena. Yeah. I'm like. Bullshit. It's like somebody punched me in the nuts and then like walked away and ran down the hallway and kicked me in the nuts. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. That's it. That's what I've been up to. Let's jump into truth. No dare. I'll read the first question. I'll answer it. We will rotate in a clockwise rotation because Jess loves clockwise rotation. If you were stranded in the woods, what animal would you roast over a fire and eat from Mark at a podcast on Elm Street? Um, it would have to be something I could likely kill or catch. Mm. And since I'm not like a hunter, unlike unlike Jess, um, (laughs) I'm guessing it would probably be some sort of fish. Yes, I also said fish. I also said fish. What? If there's a nearby river slash stream. Oh, okay. So let's take that out of the equation. Let's say there's yeah. not. Let's say like, I don't that know. That was what I, my question was going to be. Are we saying there is no river stream or there is? 
Well, I'm going to say if I'm going to find it and probably get a fish. Because I don't know how, what else am I going to kill? Because everything else is going to be hard to kill unless you mm-hmm. have like a gun yeah. or an arrow. Like, do you have anything or you like just have a knife or something? You know what, Mark, at a podcast, like, this question is poorly laid out. Yeah, you should have at least <laughs> given us our weapon. You know, like if you're going to take the time to write it out, at least, you know, give us some juicy meat. Yeah. I'm going to say we probably had to fucking carve a stick yep. into like a spear. And that's how we had to catch the fish. Naked and afraid style. Yeah. Naked and afraid style. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to catch anything else with that. Right. You'd have to be yeah. like up on it to hit it mm-hmm. and it would run away. So. I said, if not like a rabbit, maybe or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, something easier to, yeah. It little, could be hard to get. I really do. Probably. But I'm like, do you want to eat squirrel? Mm-mm. No, if, I, mean, I would. I think if you had to, yeah, <laughs> it would be fine. Or I'm rabbit, right rabbit or squirrel. Ideally, a deer. But then I don't. I wouldn't know what meat to eat off of a deer. Would you? Uh huh. The cutting of it. How would we do that? Are we like gonna have a knife? Oh yeah, because even if sharp? We, let's say we chase the fucking deer down and we choke it out. <laughs> I'm not sure we could. But what okay. are we gonna do? <laughs> what? <are> we- <laughs> Just us fucking wrestling this deer, deer in the around. woods. What are we gonna do with it? Right? Like we're gonna have to cut it and I mean you gotta get the skin off. It. You're not gonna like eat the fur. Are you I'm, fucking I'm not me? going raw meat on a fucking deer either. <laughs> I'm not fucking doing that. No, you would die. I mean maybe if you're hungry enough you'd want I, to I do don't, it. I don't think you can eat raw meat. I don't meat. think I would wanna. No. I mean I definitely wouldn't want to, but I also do not think it's feasible that you could eat I'd go for leaves before that. Yeah. I try and make like a salad dressing out of like rainwater and <laughs> <laughs> some nearby like a nice herbs. vinaigrette. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I suppose you could probably wrestle like a turkey buzzard or something. But <laughs> <laughs> I would pay good money to see you wrestling they, a turkey buzzard. But they eat like roadkill, so I don't think you'd want to eat that. And that's another. You'd have to defeather them. It doesn't yeah. matter what they eat, right? I think it kind of does. No, if it's eaten dead rodents i don't think i'm gonna eat that it's tainted meat you yeah, think probably if you cook it uh, i'd rather have something that eats like leaves and things mm. yeah rabbit. probably a rabbit would yeah. be ideal because we can make or a stew deer. out of it mm-hmm. or squirrel because what what do they eat nuts and yeah. flowers i don't yeah. know if they eat like grass i mean fish would be ideal let's just be honest because that'd be yes. the easiest to like i mean we all did say fish it'd I'd be eat. the tastiest probably too yeah like without yeah. condiments well you can make your salad and put the salmon on it <laughs> With the dressing, yeah. <laughs> what? nature's own dressing is what, what it would fuck be called. Are you gonna get shit to make a salad? <laughs> I'm talking about like maple leaves. No, we're talking a real fucking. You cannot this is not a domestic salad. That's a pioneer salad. <laughs> you can't eat that <laughs> shit. Are you kidding me? What a maple leaf? Yes, you probably could. Yeah, you could eat a fucking maple leaf. I'm no. sure. It might upset your stomach. Yeah, there's like, no fucking nutrients in a maple leaf. You might as well eat dirt. Why weren't there many know. nutrients in it? I, I hate this cup, by the way. I don't know. I'm. T- I'm I Can somebody Google know. it? Are there nutrients in a maple leaf? Somebody <laughs> Google that real quick. Um, go ahead. Oh, next question. Would you rather have sex with a sloth and nobody knows about it, or not have sex with them but the entire world thinks you do? I'm going to go with not have sex with them, but the people think I did. Did you read that as? Have sex with a sloth or have sex with sloth? Oh, it is with sloth. I actually like oh. with a sloth better. Okay. I read that wrong. I <laughs> like with a sloth much. Let's just leave it with a sloth. So you would not have sex with a sloth. Yeah. But everybody in the whole world thinks that you did have sex with Yeah. Them. Really? Yeah. And even if it was sloth, 
as originally questioned the same mm-hmm. thing. Hmm. So you would rather people think you had sex with the sloth and yeah. you know you didn't versus just having sex with it and nobody ever finding out. Yeah, I'm not having sex with a sloth. Okay, that's fair. It would probably tell people anyway. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it probably <laughs> would. Jess, what about you? I also said the second option. If they want to think it, they could think it, but I'll feel better if I don't fuck sloth. Yeah. Yeah. That's me personally. I really uh, can't appreciate your guys' honesty with that question. I unfortunately feel like having everyone in the world thinking that I um, had intercourse with a sloth. They're going to find out anyway. Yeah. It, that's the question. No one will ever know. Oh, they'll find out at some point. I don't you'll think be so. in some kind of <laughs> therapy session and you'll confess that it happened and then... Yeah. I'm going to say it could affect future endeavors of mine. It could inf- affect my career path. Like, you yeah. think anybody wants to hire a sloth fucker? Yeah, sure. Hey, Josh, we'd love for you to run this company, but mm, it's all over the internet that you bet. I, did, <laughs> I didn't, but I didn't. But, mm. but it could just be fake news because there's a lot of that shit these days. And everybody believes the shit. No, and just everybody. say it's tabloid news. Mm, perception, perception. I'm going to fuck this. I'm going to fuck that. Stuff. I figured you would. <laughs> Um, I think you would like to know that Mabel Food Products, researchers suggested, could relieve conditions such as metabolic syndrome and liver disease, as well as benefit brain health and help maintain a healthy gut. Yeah. Also, maple tree products were found Mm -hmm. to contain as many as 65 beneficial antioxidants. That is a maple tree product. That is not you going out in your fucking front yard. Literally, that's under what are the health benefits of a maple leaf. Oh, okay. They must make tea or something out of them. Okay. Right? We'll I make mean, some right. fucking leaf tea. Some with our squirrel. Tea. We'll wash our squirrel down with our maple leaf tea. I have two yes. giant maples in my backyard. Well, I stand corrected. <laughs> I'll make a salad <laughs> next time you guys come over. I'm not eating it, but I stand corrected. Apparently, there are nutritional values in maple leaves. Maple leaves. Have you ever had lice? <laughs> um. Yes, I believe I did in like elementary school. You did? Yeah. It wasn't like bad, like it caught it early, but I think I got it from someone at school. Mm -hmm. She had pubic lice. (laughs) No. Wow, Jess, I didn't know you were dirty like that. (laughs) It's a very common thing. Have you had lice? Nope. Yeah, me neither. I know a lot of people have had lice. Was it like this within your circle of friends or? I think usually if a kid at school gets it, I think like everybody gets it. Like everybody in our fucking class had it at one point. I always thought it was weird how they came into your classroom while you were like listening to the teacher talk and like just start digging in your hair to look. Did they do that at your school? No, like my mom did it at home. Like that's how I found out. And then there were like three other people in class that had it too. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember people digging. They did the nurse. The school nurse came Maybe in. someone in your school had it. That's so what it is. If somebody at school calls yeah. in, hey, Tommy won't be at school. He has, we found lice. Then mm-hmm. they go through the entire school and dig in your hair and look for it. Like why you're listening to the teacher, you're like taking notes and they're like pulling on your shit like a fucking monkey at the zoo. Mm. Um, Josh liked it. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I don't I, if I remember short, that happening. Short blonde hair, which I guess they actually like lighter hair, not darker hair. Did you have light hair as a kid? No. No. It's always dark. Anyway, Don't know. Um, yeah, I've never had it, but I do find that odd. Did they do that in your school? No, it didn't not that I remember, but maybe nobody had it in school, so it never happened. You're old. You're in school before lice was a thing. Yeah, you're pre-lice. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. All right, that's <laughs> all the truth. Notes. No lice in the nineties. Apparently, pre-lice. 
get lit and talk to a scary movie discussion. Our movie this episode is Aliens. Um, nobody in particular picked this. We just decided it was a good idea. We had an extra episode to do, so we liked Aliens so much we decided to watch the sequel. Well, the night after we recorded Alien, I went home and watched Aliens. That's true. I was excited to see the weave in the next installment <laughs> you look excited like i can just feel the excitement radiating off yeah, of you it's right about now. to raise this table up like whoa <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> look out jess all the shit's coming to you. <laughs> um this was my first watch was that your first watch of aliens no i've seen it before you've seen it before yeah as a kid Okay, Jess, was it your first watch? No, I'm pretty sure I've also seen it, but it's the same thing as I only remember certain parts from it. Mm. So I don't, yeah. fucking, I don't remember like how old I was when I watched it, but yeah. I had never seen it. Um, we'll get to whether I liked it more than the first one or not later, but uh, it's definitely more action-packed than the first one. Oh, yeah. 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 Our characters, I only wrote down three because there were a freaking bunch, of course. Ripley, again, by the Weave, Sigourney Weaver. Burke is played by Paul Reiser. Riser? Riser. Riser. He is from what's that sitcom show he was on? Mad About You. Mad About You. Uh, and Hudson is played by Bill Paxton, Jess's favorite actor from the Twister movie. The Pax. The Pax. <laughs> Director, again, is James Cameron. Don't need to go over his plethora of movies. And had a budget of $18.5 million. In the box office, said between $130 and $180. I don't know Damn, why. Damn, girl. So we're just going to go with 180. <laughs> Damn weave. Damn weave. You do your thing, girl. Uh, Jess, you want to read the synopsis? 57 years after surviving an apocalyptic attack aboard her space vessel by merciless space creatures, Officer Ripley awakens from hypersleep and tries to warn anyone who will listen about the Predators. That was a great job. Thanks. I didn't even fuck with you on that one. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's two in a row. I'm going to have to get you good on the next one. Oh, God. Nexton. On that Nexton. <laughs> Pull over. Ah, yes, yes, I am. Scene one, opening scene. Ripley's very frozen spaceship reaches a large hub as we see she's in a sleep chamber with Jonesy the cat. She awakes in a hospital bed at the company. Burke brings her Jonesy and explains that she's groggy from an unusually long hypersleep of 57 years. She had a one in a thousand chance of being found. After a nightmare of harvesting an alien, Ripley is interrogated by the company. They do not believe that she was attacked by the species and are upset that she blew up their very expensive ship. Ripley freaks out telling them that there were hundreds of eggs on that planet that they found. There have been people living on the planet. I think they call it the LV colony for 20 years with no sign of eggs anywhere however they just they, wow they just lost contact with the planet the company would like ripley to go to the colony with a group of marines to investigate since she's the expert on the species she'll be reinstated as an officer if she agrees to go ripley declines uh, has another nightmare and then decides to join if they're going to kill them so she'll only join if they're going to kill the species she does not want to bring any of them back we see sleeping pods open on a large spaceship as the team wakes up with sergeant Apone expressing his love for the marine corps some up of them complain, some work out while others just get dressed. The group have a meal, discuss being laid on previous missions while Bishop and Hudson play a game with a knife. Ripley finds out that Bishop is an artificial intelligent um, being just like, uh, I think, what was his name from the first one, Seth? Cain? Uh, uh, no. A uh, Asher? Asher. Asher. So uh, Bishop, like Asher, is an AI, so he's a robot, uh, and she's immediately pissed off, so... Okay, so this movie takes place 57 years after the first one. 
Yeah, I thought that was sweet. You liked it. Yeah, I liked that she was floating around all that time. <laughs> For 57 years. <laughs> yeah. Floating around in I, a sleep pod. I like how you say float. Float. <laughs> Is that really feasible? Yeah, because they're supposed to be in hypersleep, remember, where I think they don't age. She was in stasis. Yeah. In the stasis. What's that mean? That's just what, doesn't, yeah. that's not what they called it. I think so. Mm. Whenever so, they're in hypersleep in space movies, they like don't age. They're like in some kind of stasis. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they can travel so far. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> like what's that movie with um, Chris Pratt where they're supposed to be asleep that whole time and he gets up early? And yeah. Then, oh, yeah. L- passengers. Um, that was a good one. Yeah, and that was called I, Passengers? I'm not sure. It's got, yeah. uh, yes, I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, what did you guys think of Burke right out of the gate? Mm. Mm. I liked him at first. Obviously, we don't like him later, but at first I was like, eh, this guy seems okay. I thought he was okay. I've never like been a Paul Reiser fan, and I did okay. not like Mad About You, so mm-hmm. like I saw him, and I was like, fuck, he's in this. I feel like he has a weird uh, pick for yeah. the cast. I don't yes. know. Agreed. For that type of character he was playing, it was a bit weird. Yeah. Maybe um, just because we know him from like later stuff. Maybe back then it wouldn't have been weird, but yeah. just because I only see him in that show. Yeah, and I'm like, this right. is an odd yeah. Yeah, choice. Well, I think I also for me, I wasn't expecting him to be what he ended up being because um, one of you had texted me and said, uh, God, Paxson in this movie. That was me. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, he's going to end up being the one right mm-hmm. and then it obviously it's not what happens but um what do you guys think of this group this new group we have here oh the marine dudes yes they're like a bunch of douchebags yeah they're kind of annoying yeah from the start but no likable characters no not really not at this point no it's like guys people are all annoying mm-hmm. very annoying um yeah. especially bill yes hudson mm-hmm. is his name in the movie but yes um the packs, the packs. Oh i've never seen God. him act like that I haven't either. That's why I was like, I feel like he's a lot better in other things, but I still thought he was kind of funny. Yeah, it was a little weird. Just, like, but only whiny. because I'm not used yeah. to that Come on, acting. Come man. Like, it was like yeah. constantly. Like, shut up. The whole time. Yeah. It's like overdoing it kind of, yeah. I think. Yeah, he was overacting for sure. Mm-hmm. Very Jim Carrey-esque. Um, one thing I do have noticed, I actually liked Ripley right out of the gate a lot more in the first, I don't know, 10 minutes of this movie than I did the entire first movie. She's a lot less passive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't take a lot of shit. I also mm-hmm. thought it was cool how whenever they're interrogating her and none of them believe her, they have like her crew members behind her on the screen. Did you mm-hmm. notice that? Yeah. And they like had how they died. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, do you think the Marines seem like good people? Mm, good enough. Like yeah. But I don't think they know what they're fucking in for. That's what I was thinking is that yeah. these guys have no fucking clue. None of them. They're, I mean, I think they, they think it's like a routine, mm-hmm. like stuff that they've done before. Like yeah. it's not a big deal. Sigourn, Sigourn, the weave is making too big a deal out of this. Yeah. They think that maybe yeah. it's just in her head or some yeah. shit. I did find it odd that people have been living on this planet for 20 years and they never found any of the eggs whenever we saw the first planet and it was like, mm-hmm. right. Well, they could have been like far away. I mean, you know. True. Yeah. Yeah. Make excuses for them, Seth. <laughs> well, <they're- laughs> whatever scene two good morning marines ripley addresses the team explaining to them what happened in the first movie hudson makes a few off the wall comments pissing ripley off and then the group are prepped for their mission they have seven hours as we see them approach the planet ripley drives a loading suit and we see the marines gear up with their weapons clearly unaware of what they're getting themselves into they fly into a drop zone and experience turbulence as they drop they land uh the craft and see the colony still has power as they jump into a rainy ass mess the group enter a building which looks similar to the inside of the first movie's ship 
There's water dripping everywhere and no motions are being picked up by their tracker. The group find holes in the ceilings and floors looking for acid blood, or it looks like that acid blood had dropped through them. The group find a lab with alien octopus and a large, there's a bunch of them in these different containers full of water is what it looks like. Um, their motion detectors start to show that something is approaching Ripley and the team. Uh, insert Ripley freaking out, stubbing her toe. Seth, a little jump scare there. Did that get you? Yes. Mm, I figured. Something <laughs> runs, causing the group to shoot. It's just a child who bites one of the Marines. Ripley follows her back into her chambers where she's been hiding, and she finds a picture. The girl's name is Rebecca. Um, I also noticed at this point the movie has a lot more comical undertones than the first one. Yeah. The first one was pretty serious. Yeah, this is a little bit more kind of in the middle. Takes itself a lot less serious, I yeah. think, which I actually enjoy. I mean, it's not a comedy, but it's not so like, ugh, mm-hmm. you know. One thing that bothered the piss out of me is when that pilot is flying, how the hell did he see out of those dirty-ass windows? Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not great. They Not were dirty. Good. And I liked her uh, <laughs> loading suit. was pretty sweet. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, that was definitely some foreshadowing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, some foreshad. Because <laughs> you, you'd sent me a picture of that, I think. I sent you a little snippet of her at the end. And later, okay. Because yeah. I was like, well, this doesn't seem like what he sent me, but what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> Other thing I noticed, why are there fucking guns so big? I don't know. I I noticed, guess they tried yeah. to overdo it, I guess. Dude, for... they're carrying around guns like. Poof. Well, didn't he say he's like they had the latest and greatest or whatever, yeah. like artillery and training. Way too big of guns. These things are like Terminator guns, dude. Do you like them? They well, kinda... James Cameron like had yeah. to go all out. Yeah, it kind of made me hard a little bit. <laughs> um, also, the movie starts off a lot quicker than the first one, which I liked. Um, but then it kind of slows down in the middle. Once they get to that planet, it gets a little slow, I thought. Mm-hmm. It does get a little bit slow like right here. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. technical type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the girl's name is Newt. 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 And she has clearly been living here by herself for quite a while because she is filthy dirty. Yes. Yeah. Living in like an air duct like section. Yes. Somehow she's barricaded herself into the same yeah. area. I'm guessing the um, xenomorphs are too big to get in there. That's how she was able to live. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Long. Yeah. Um, she basically looked like one of my kids when we let them go outside and play for five minutes. That's what they come <laughs> in. Yeah. She's much. pretty dirty. Yeah. So. <laughs> Scene three, the real Ripley. After Gorman fails to get Rebecca to talk, Ripley steps in with some hot cocoa and motherly intuition as she cleans the girl's face. The girl tells Ripley that her name is Newt. No one calls her Rebecca. Newt tells Ripley that her family is dead and the soldiers won't make a difference on this planet. We see Bishop analyzing one of the dead alien octopus, starting to act a little off while Hudson finds something on the computer that he believes could be the colonists. The group leave. Ripley and team watch the Marines entering the building. Hudson locates, uh, so Hudson located the building. That's where he thought that he may have found the colonists. Um, but then they find these alien-like chambers. They realize that if they're if they fire the weapons inside the chambers, it will cause a nuclear reaction and blow up the entire facility. Opone, he's the leader. He collects everyone's weapons and advises that they are only to use flamethrowers. They proceed and find infected humans stuck to the walls as aliens begin to emerge from their chests. We see multiple xenomorphs sliver, uh, slivering, slithering the walls, approaching the Marines. One of the creatures appears out of the wall and grabs a soldier, killing her. Ripley and Burke walk uh, watch on the screen as the xenomorphs destroy the team. Ripley takes action, driving their tank toward the team, busting through a wall. Vasquez shoots one of the xenomorphs, causing it to explode and shoot acid blood all over Drake's face, melting his skin. Some of the Marines, uh, they make it into Ripley's tank, and Ripley takes off, narrowly escaping handsy xenomorphs and blowing through a door to safety. This is a chaotic fucking scene. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's cool, but you liked is, it. Yeah, there's just a lot <laughs> happening. I mean, it's cool. There's a lot. I mean, I feel like it's one you have to watch multiple times just to see everything oh, yeah. that's going on. So yeah. what I got out of the scene is basically the xenomorphs are sticking these people to the wall, and then they're coming back and infecting them. Yeah, they're like mm-hmm. cocooning them because somewhere Cocoon. at some point she says that. Okay, because the xenomorphs are the big aliens. They're not the ones that actually infect the people. It's those little octopus aliens that are the ones that actually infect the people, correct? Yeah, I feel like these are like the fighter aliens or the, you know. Yes. Yeah. So I think they're the ones that capture the people, stick them to the walls, and the little octopus things hatch from their eggs, and then Mm -hmm. they jump on Mm -hmm. and and actually infect the people. Yes. Which is what they were doing. They are basically building a hive of humans to be infected. Okay. Um if you can't shoot your guns down there, how are you able to use a flamethrower? Well, right? I think they're saying that like the bullets would penetrate. Weren't there like tanks or something? Is that what it yeah. was? Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah. The flames wouldn't shouldn't like penetrate it. Obviously, I thought that same thing though. I'm yeah, like, eh, that I'm, makes sense. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm not giving up my guns against these things. I'm, I mean, I don't know. The flamethrower no. was pretty sweet though. But they only had two of them. <laughs> I think. See. Yeah, I would just like to like mess around with one of those. Yeah. Just for fun. Dude, that'd be so much fun. Yeah. Could you imagine the damage we could do with one of those? Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last thing I have is the shot of the alien appearing out of the wall was really good. It's yeah. I like how we get to see the aliens, which, of course, is the second movie, so the big reveal was done in the first mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But I like that we get to see... A, that we get to see these aliens a ton. Yeah, they're and gross. A, a real fucking big one later. Yeah, they're disgusting. And they looked pretty good. I think oh, they look yeah. awesome. Yeah. For that, I mean, time frame, I feel like they looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like them a lot. I don't. Maybe it was. It's in your fun facts, but is it still somebody in a suit? No. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Scene four. They can bill me. Ripley wants to nuke the entire planet and blow it up, causing all the xenomorphs to die. But Burke argues that the planet is worth way too much money to just destroy. Hicks, now in charge, orders an evac, and they'll nuke the site from orbit. Burke looks pissed. They evac, uh, uh, I'm sorry, the evac aircraft heads toward them. Uh, one of the men noticing something gooey in the black, ju- in the back, just as a xenomorph attacks the pilot, killing her, causing the plane to crash and explode. Hudson freaks out as Newt tells Ripley it's getting dark. They mostly come out at night. The group access their weapons situa- assess their weapon situation, which is not great. They're running low on weapons and ammo. They have 17 days before a rescue team will come for them, and Ripley leads the group. Hudson finds finger, uh, blueprints and Ripley identifies the xenomorphs are using service tunnels to move around, identifying doors they can weld shut to barricade themselves off from the aliens. Ripley has a heart-to-heart with Newt when she puts her down for bed, giving her the locator that Hicks gave her earlier in the movie. So it's a wristband that she wears so they can find her if she goes missing. Uh, we cut the Ripley and Bishop working through the aliens' plan, which is to harvest one human per species, making there over a hundred of these. So there's basically a hundred... Based on the population of the colony, there are at least 100 of these there is what I gathered. Bishop tells Ripley that Burke gave instructions to bring the species back to sell to the bioweapons division. Ripley also finds out that Burke sent the colonists to the ship and is responsible for all of their deaths. This is where I have the note that Bill Paxton Hudson is awful in this movie. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. He's so annoying He does at this start point. to get he really like fucking... getting whiny. And yeah. It's like, Come on, man. Man. I think it's because he kept saying that like over and over. When he said man. Man. He was so whiny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And doesn't Ripley make a comment like you're a grown ass man and this little girl is like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's managed to live here for however long and you're freaking out about 17 Mm -hmm. days. Like 
chill out bud and ripley's like much more badass now like, oh yeah you know. I know. I like. I actually. So before, I think I made the comment that I don't get the whole Ripley mm. thing because most people love Ripley, and I'm mm. like, yeah, I don't really see it. But I yeah. do see it now after yeah. watching this movie. Yeah. Um, did you guys trust? Trust? I can't fucking talk. Did you guys trust Bishop at this point in the movie? No. No. Me no. either. Uh-huh. I'm like, this dude's gonna be just like Asher. Yeah, he's, he's a gonna... company man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But uh, doesn't he tell her something earlier? Whenever she finds out he's an a- an an AI, a robot, doesn't he tell her that what happened with Asher couldn't happen with him because of their new mm-hmm. programming or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's okay. like, Nah, I ain't trusting you, bitch. Yeah. No, she's like a real real hag to him the whole movie. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Scene five, Bishop makes a discovery. The group find that there's a breach on the ship and someone will have to manually patch the hole. And I think that's, so once they manually fix the issue, that's when they can call the um, evac pod. Yeah, it can like fly down by itself. Yes, but yeah. it's busted. And somebody has to go mm-hmm. and actually manually pull it down now is what I got. That's what whatever they need to send the signal is not working. So he goes to like some kind of antenna tower. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like on the station to send the signal. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so after Hudson freaks out, Bishop volunteers to go. Um, we see him enter a very small tube and he begins to crawl through. Ripley tells Hicks that if she gets infected, she wants him to kill her and he agrees, showing her how to use one of the souped up guns. These guns are pretty serious in this movie. We see Bishop made it and is working on getting the ship out while Ripley and Newt are attacked by an alien octopus. Burke sees the attack on the camera and shuts it off so that Hicks cannot see, so nobody can go help Ripley because he turned the camera off. Ripley sets off the sprinkler system, triggering Hicks' team just as the alien attacks again, almost infecting Ripley, but the guys pull it off of her neck and shoot it dead. Ripley blames Burke, saying that he wanted to infect her and Newt so that he could bring the embryos back for, uh, through quarantine. He would sabotage the other sleep chambers and send them into space, making up any story he likes. <laughs> Suddenly, the power is cut, and the team seal themselves inside the control room. Hicks realizes that the large group are coming from the ceiling as they fall through on the team. So there's a large group of xenomorphs that fall through the ceiling onto the team, which initiates a gunfight and a lot of cussing from Hudson before he's pulled through the floor. Newt leads the team through a vent system as Bishop radios the ship is 16 minutes out. Vasquez and Gorman sacrifice themselves, blowing up a handful of xenomorphs as Newt falls through an air shaft into a basement. Whew. No way in hell would I get in that tube and crawl. Mm-mm. Well, he's an AI, right? He is. I'm yeah. not. Well, I mean, you do what you got to do. No way, dude. I couldn't do it. I'd have freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Could you do it? I don't think so. No. Probably not. Probably he couldn't like... sit up. He was just like on. He was like barely in there. Mm-hmm. It'd be hard. It'd be of course, awful. Burke's a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it pissed yes. me off when he turned the camera off. I was like, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's what you said? Probably. You were angry. Threw popcorn at the TV. <laughs> I hate you, Burke. You son of a bitch. <laughs> that's what you said, Tim. I knew it. Um, although, I got to admit, while I don't really think that she's wrong, how does she come up with this long-ass elaborate story that he... She found the octopus thing in a room. Okay. Somebody had to have put it in there. I agree. Yeah. But that he was going to infect those two. He was going to sabotage everybody else's sleep chambers and then send them out into space, killing them. Like, eh. I don't know. It's a pretty elaborate story there, Ripley. I know. It's believable, though. 
Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying there's no proof of this. What what proof did she have for this theory other than he's an asshole? That's true. Uh he does suck though. At this point yeah. I was like, dude, I hate this dude. Especially with Newt, like with Newt. With yeah. Newt. Newt. He's a child. That's true. You hate child. kids. What are you talking about? I don't hate kids. <laughs> I just hate families. <laughs> <laughs> What? Well, yeah, like I don't want to go to a restaurant if there's a bunch of annoying families. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Their kids are usually annoying. Hmm. Loud, yeah. screaming, throwing shit on the floor. And it's like you always feel differently about your own kid. Right. You know? No, I don't. I'm, I'm like, quit fucking doing that shit, kids. <laughs> you see me with the kids. Oh, my kid definitely gets on my nerves, but I'm Whoa. like, I could. I don't think I would be as happy <laughs> <laughs> about it with other fucking kids. I'd be like, hey. Oh, yeah walk away uh, so if other kids were doing it you'd be like Phew. but if your kid's yeah. doing it you're like i'm just like it's eh, cute. she's a kid like i remember one time i was at a restaurant with my parents and there was someone like next to us and their kid was on a tablet it was like super fucking loud uh, yeah. and after like 10 or 15 minutes my dad went over and just asked them to turn it down and they like got all pissy <laughs> oh like, they dude, did yeah i'm like you're in a fucking restaurant like god what'd they say to him they were just like, oh, fine. I guess we'll just turn it down. It was like... Or maybe get some headphones or yeah, something. Yeah, put some freaking headphones yeah. on. Yeah. I think that's why it annoys me because people are just so like... Stupid. Yeah, they're rude. I feel like I have kids. I'm entitled to be annoying and rude at a restaurant. Right. I'm like, yeah. no, you could like no. not do that. That's one thing we're very cognizant of is if the kids have the tablets at a restaurant. They either have headphones or they turn yeah. them way down because mm-hmm. they annoy me. Yeah. The tablets, not the kids. Yeah. If we were ever yeah. bad, we just got yanked up right out of that table and left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whooped your ass. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. tablets weren't even like a, a thing. No, we had a color on the placemat or yeah. whatever the fuck we did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Um, hmm. But anyway, back to the movie. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I thought the scene where they were coming through the ceiling was pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. Because like you saw them coming. I'm like, okay, where do they come from? Mm-hmm. And they start falling out of the ceiling. The effects of that. Because they're on that tracker, great. right? And they're yeah. like... Because it was like they're three meters away, and I think Hicks is like that's impossible because they'd be in the room mm-hmm. yeah. and they're above them. Yeah, that's cool. You're cool. That'd be fucking scary. You're scary. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know. Scene six. We'll find her with this. Hicks and Ripley follow the tracking device Ripley gave Newt earlier. Newt is under the floor, forcing Hicks to cut through as a xenomorph approaches. Behind Newt, a xenomorph comes out of the water looking huge and taking her. Excellent fucking scene, by the way. Ripley freaks mm-hmm. out about Newt not being dead. She and Hicks make it to an elevator where he shoots a xenomorph and is blasted by alien acid. They find Bishop just as the ship approaches, and he tells them they have 26 minutes to leave before the planet blows up. Inside the ship, Ripley duct tapes guns together, making a super weapon, and Bishop tells her she has 19 minutes as she goes back inside to find Newt. In the lower level, she follows the tracker, getting closer as she proceeds. Ripley finds the tracking device laying on the ground, just as we see Newt wake up screaming as an egg hatches in front of her. Ripley finds her killing the. Uh, I'm sorry. Ripley finds Newt, kills the egg and a xenomorph, ripping Newt from the wall. As they work their way back to the ship, we see that the planet has begun to blow up. They find themselves in an egg-filled room, noticing the extremely large xenomorph that is laying the eggs directly in front of them. As more <laughs> fill in the room. Great job. <laughs> Ripley scorches some of the eggs, causing the queen to scream and call off the other xenomorphs, allowing Newt and Ripley back out of the room. Just then, Ripley torches the whole room and shoots the xenomorphs' eggs and the queen. 
Dude, this fucking shot of the alien coming out of the water behind Newt was amazing. It was awesome. That's probably like the best scene. Mm Mm-hmm. I it's probably gonna be my favorite scene. Uh, that or one other. It's up there. It's up there. Yeah. Might be a tied scenery. Anyway, awesome scene. That'd be like a really cool, com- like a computer background, like new, mm. and then the big fucking xenomorph coming yeah. out behind her. I thought it was awesome. I like how we kind of see now that like Ripley's got like a motherly like, yes, love for Newt. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. I liked it. Which is weird. How does that happen out of nowhere? She's like all of a sudden, fifty-seven years later, she's like, "Hey, I'm a mom." <laughs> Wasn't it supposed to be kind of natural? Yeah. Like, it's just... Yeah. Uh, is it? She knows she has no mom now. Yeah, I think so. That's a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I think she genuinely cares for her. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or she was already, like, a caring person, and it just carries over. Like, doesn't really Could go be. away. Yeah. Could be. Hmm. Like, can we talk about this fucking egg tube? <laughs> yes, let's. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> so disgusting. It was like hooked up to her, like the alien, the xenomorph's badge, yes, right? When she like gets <laughs> up and it like detaches, it was like, Ugh. it was like drippy. It was gross. There's a lot of grossness to this movie. Yes. The jellies and she whatnot. She is pissed. Yeah. And huge. That mm. xenomorph is pissed yeah. when Ripley fries the eggs. That whole room is disgusting. It really is. Ugh. But that queen, I, I'm assuming she's the queen. Yeah. I can call yeah. her. She is huge. Yeah. yeah. Very cool looking. And then her little chatterbox that mm-hmm. comes out of her mouth. <laughs> but aren't queens always big like in within the bug they're world? They're be, always yeah. like bigger than they're bigger mm-hmm. than the males. Everybody else, yeah. And generally the males sacrifice themselves for the queens, I think. Yeah. Most and say or the queen just fucking eats them. Yeah. yeah. She's like, Don't need you bitch. Was. She's huh. like she has sex with them and then she fucking physically eats them. Mm-hmm. God, that egg tube where they show like this <sighs> egg go oh so disgusting. Yeah, it is really fucking gross. Mm. Yeah. Didn't like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of who I would have sex like if I had the opportunity to have sex with, I'd be okay with them eating me afterward. Like it'd be that worth it, you know? Mm. I'm not coming up with anybody right off the top of my head. You got anybody? <laughs> no, that would be like kind of strange to be yeah. like yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, they're gonna eat me. Yeah, fucking I'm about to bite your head off. Yeah. Do you think that they just exerted so much energy pleasuring the queen that they're like just done? They're like just they're, they're like, out just of take it. Me. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm full. I'm done. They're like I have nothing yeah. left to give this world. It's possible. Eat me. Yeah. Eat me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. I guess. Um. <laughs> I lost my spot. Sorry. Um. Wh- one thing that bothered me is Ripley in this freaking flamethrower. <laughs> she's just walking around like like she knows because there's a thing on the side of it tells her how much she has left. Yeah. And she's just walking around the tube. I know. She's all over the place with it. She's <laughs> just, you know, trying to keep it from spreading. Right. I'm like, what are, you doing? what are you doing, Rip? Uh, <laughs> and the qu- the queen scene is awesome. That's what I had. Yeah. That, so anything else? Nope. Okay. Scene seven. Ripley makes a run for it. Ripley and Newt head back to the ship, running with only four minutes. Just as we see the queen detach herself from the egg laying sack. Ugh, yeah. God. They make it to the <laughs> elevator, reaching the top floor. But Bishop and Hicks are gone with the ship. They're gone. They left her. She is screwed. Another elevator approaches. Ripley realizes she has zero ammo left in her gun, likely because she was running around downstairs, just just you know, shooting sporadically. Backing up to the edge of the uh, 
back up to the edge of the platform as the entire planet is on fire and falling around them. The elevator door opens and the xenomorph exits. Just then, Bishop shows up behind Ripley with the ship and they climb in just as the ship was able to take off and fly through smoke, fire, and explosions to safety. Behind the ship, we see a huge explosion of the planet being destroyed. The ship arrives back just as Bishop Ripley... Uh, and the group exit the ship. Bishop is impaled by a large xenomorph tail and ripped in half. Newt hides under the floor and Ripley makes it into a chamber as the xenomorph is able to pull the floor up, reaching for Newt. Just then, Ripley comes through a door operating the loading suit from earlier and says, Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> Ripley fights the xenomorph in the suit, dropping it into a hole. Uh, there's a hole in the floor and it is pulled down. She's pulled down to the bottom of it with it. Um, she's able to pull herself up and open a chamber door, sucking the suit and the xenomorph into space. The remaining half of Bishop's body saves Newt from flying out just as Ripley closes the door. That's sweet. The shots in the scene are really good. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe borderline great. Yeah. The great. world looks really cool when it's like falling apart around mm-hmm. them and she's like backed up to that rail. Talk about the elevator scene? Yes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good scene. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Bishop wasn't bad. He came back. I know, but at first, like, he wasn't there, and you're like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. You were worried. No. You are like, this guy. Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, though, okay? The three of us are on this planet, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta go back in and save this little girl, and there's two minutes before you get off the planet. Are you gonna wait for me? Are you, are you gonna sacrifice yourself waiting for me to come back, or you got two minutes to get out of there? At that point, I'd probably wait. So could you really be mad? At th- you'd wait? For you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for either Aww. of you. He's like, I wouldn't wait for you. He, he probably wouldn't. <laughs> of course I would. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you have to lose at that point? Like, And he's just a robot. What's he care? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Why well, you wait for me? That means a lot. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, one weird thing, though. Mm. Why is Newt all of a sudden calling Ripley mommy at the end of this? Anybody else find that a little odd? I guess I didn't notice it at first. It's a little much. It's a little weird. Yeah. She's like, thanks, mommy. I'm like, eh, not buying that. Mm. A little weird. They just had a connection. You know? uh, okay. Yeah. All right. And of course, this might be my favorite scene because of the getaway from her. You <laughs> bitch. I, I knew you wanted to do that part. <laughs> yeah. Plus that's, the whole airlock part's pretty sweet. Airlock. Mm. That's the chamber where it shoots yeah. out. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And Bishop saves mm-hmm. Newt. He's a good guy. Yeah. That's cool. I wonder if he can be put back together. And I would think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of it, though, which we're going to get to now. Anything else you want to talk about those scenes before we go to the final scene? That's just a very good action-packed, kind of tense There's a lot scene. going on. Yeah. In yeah. Very, and like, I like oh. how the xenomorph was stuck on the bottom of the plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where is it that they landed? Was that the main ship? Yeah. I think so, yeah. And there's nobody else on it? And I think it was everyone who went down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they just left it up there. This is where uh, Bishop had to call the rescue pod, though, from, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense, because somebody, if there was somebody on that ship, they would have just sent it out. Right. Okay. Scene a night, night, Ripley. Ripley puts Newt and Hicks in their sleeping chambers to head back to the company. The movie ends with a shot of Ripley and Newt sleeping in their separate pods. The end. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it thoroughly yes. or you just enjoyed it? And thoroughly. I thoroughly enjoyed it? <laughs> thoroughly. Well, Seth, why don't we jump over to Fun Facts with Seth? Okay. Ooh, I like that. 
Like most films, the movie wasn't shot in sequence, but for added realism, James Cameron filmed the scene where we first meet the Colonel uh, Marines, one of the earliest scenes last. This was so that the camaraderie of the Marines was realistic because the actors had spent months filming together. That makes a lot of sense why you would do that. Yeah, that's why he's such a good act or good director, I guess. He's okay. In both the standard and special edition versions, the 15-minute countdown at the end of the film is indeed 15 minutes. Really? Yeah. It's exactly 15 minutes. If we pull it up right now and watch it, it'll be exactly 15 minutes. So what it says here on the sheet. Okay. (laughs) According to Bill Paxton, he improvised many of his lines, including, (laughs) Game over, man. Game over. Ugh, so Mm. annoying. Clearly. His famous line, We're on an express elevator to hell, going down was probably improvised as well. It's pretty it bad. does not appear in the shooting script. All his lines sucked. Well, clearly now we know why. Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, Sigourney Weaver's Best Actress Academy Award nomination for this movie was the first ever for an actress in a role in an action movie. Really? Isn't that crazy? God. Not That's really. Cool. For 1986, that doesn't surprise me at all. a lot of movies before that, though. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the way it, is. it was. Al Matthews, who plays uh, a Marine sergeant in the film, was in real life the first black Marine to be promoted to the rank of sergeant in the field during service in Vietnam. Really? Yeah. That's cool. So he actually was a serviceman. A serviceman. This movie's breaking boundaries. Seth. Yeah. It's out there. It's, it's just... <laughs> shoo- You'll like this one. I'm excited. The alien nest set was kept intact after filming. It was later used as the Axis chemical set for Batman 1989. Really? Mm -hmm. Hmm. When the Batman crew first entered the set, they found most of the alien nest still intact. That's spooky. (laughs) That's weird. Could you imagine walking into that? It's been sitting there for three, four years. It's kind of cool, though, too. It's a big fucking movie, and then you walk in, and you're seeing like the remnants of it. What's the Axis Chemicals set? Is that like a factory or something? I'm assuming it's where Jack Nicholson falls in the tanks. Yeah. And becomes the Joker. I'm assuming, yeah. Hmm. Only acting role for Carrie Henn. I think she was Newt. Okay. She later became a teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, she's like dead as soon as the third one starts. Is she? Yeah, she doesn't make it. I'm going to have to watch. I don't remember any of these. I just ruined it for you, but yeah, watch it. Okay. (laughs) Spoiler. The alien screams or baboon shrieks altered in post. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. That's fucking cool. Uh, The armored armored personal carrier is... That's the thing that Sigourney drives all fucking Mm -hmm. crazy. This is for me. It's a modified tow truck that British Airways used for towing airplanes around at Heathrow. Hmm. Really? Yeah. I thought that was interesting. That's cool. Get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> well, that applies to this one. Many businesses wanted to buy uh, the power loaders as forklifts. Sadly, none were to be bought since it's a combination of a stunt man sitting in the loader behind Ripley moving the limbs, wires holding it up, and some miniature work. So it really doesn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess companies thought it did. I'm surprised nobody's made one. Right. I know. It seems like that's a pretty like cool, I don't know. Uh, the film takes place in 2179. Hmm. 2179. That's what I'm saying yeah. about these sci-fi movies. It's like... Yeah, they kind of... They undershot. Yeah. Uh, one of the perfect locations they found was a decommissioned coal-fired power plant in West London. The only trouble with it was that it was heavily riddled with asbestos. <laughs> 
Uh, so a team was sent to clean up the plant and atmosphere readings had to be taken constantly throughout filming in this location to make sure that the air was clear of contamination. Really? Yeah. Do you think any of these people died from asbestos poisoning? I don't know. Jeez. I'd be a little like weary of that. <laughs> do <laughs> any of sure these actors okay? do the asbestos commercials? If you or anyone you know has <laughs> have from a, asbestos. What do they call that? What? I don't know. What you get from Mesothelioma. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ripley's <laughs> miniature bathroom in her apartment is actually a British Airways toilet purchased from the airline. You have one at your house? No. Oh. <laughs> Last one. Uh, Sigourney Weaver refused any information on the behind the scenes making of the queen. So she, be, so she could keep character real in her mind. Mm. Oh, the queen looked awesome. I thought it was cool. Almost as awesome as you. I know. Mm. Great job. Yeah, there was a shit ton for this movie too. So it was like, what to pick? What to pick? Fun yeah. facts with. Fun facts. <laughs> Let's jump over to HMC favorites. Jess, your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? My favorite scene was actually Ripley's flashback or like fever dream, I guess you mm. could call it, in the beginning when it mm. like is coming out of her chest. Oh yeah, that was a pretty good scene. I just liked that. Were you like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Did you know like, it was like a, a dream? I, I forgot, honestly, mm. but I was like, I feel like something has to be up because she's like throughout the rest of it. And I remembered seeing parts of it. So I just wasn't sure. Gotcha. But yeah, fucked me up. What about you, Seth? Favorite scene? You know which is mine. I know. Get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> We're going to have three different ones because mine is when the alien pops up out of the water behind Newt. Yeah. I think that fucking scene is great. Yeah. Mine's really from like the elevator scene on until the airlock part. This movie has a lot of um, like scenes that are together. Like you've like it's like a bunch of action and yeah. like a little pause yeah. action. Yeah, but the end of it's really good. Yeah. Favorite kill in the movie, Jess? Um, I said Bishop for saving Newt. Oh, so kind of like a sweet. I thought that was Aww. cool. It's a bittersweet kill. It is. Or a bittersweet symphony. Yes. It's a bittersweet. <laughs> oh, man. Here he goes again. Symphony this life. <laughs> Dude, we're a good team. I think so. What's your favorite kill, buddy? Uh, I think Burke, just because he was such a shit. Yeah. I was like, glad he died. Shit. I'm like, you little fucker. Whoa. You suck like my mom. You heard yeah. my mom say that? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. When she gets real mad and she can't think of like something like... Fucker. Yeah, she does. That's what she yeah. her, it's her go-to. Yeah. You little fucker. Yeah. I just didn't like I him. I like that. You little yeah. fucker. That's what she says. She like spits. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and she drools a little bit. She's like, fucker. You know, if you spit, you mean it. Yeah, yeah. She spits a lot. I'm like, yo, Stevie. <laughs> well, she also dips, so that's probably part my of it. My mom does not. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. She'd fucking be so mad. Uh, favorite kill. Honestly, and I know it's sad to say this, but probably Hudson's. I didn't like him. And when he gets mm. pulled through the floor, I'm like, finally, this guy is gone. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thing you liked most about the movie, Jess? How badass Ripley was. Um, mm. I said big difference from first movie. Agreed. I had that written down before we even said that. Damn, dog. Damn, girl. Yeah. What about you, homie? I said the more focus on um, Ripley mm-hmm. as the character. You can tell it definitely focused on her a lot more than it did in the first one. Like, she yeah. is yes. the main person. I agree. Yeah. yeah. She's definitely a lot more outgoing, doesn't take any shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell she learned from her experiences in the first one. Yeah. Does uh, she move up into your final girls list at all? No. Wow. No, she didn't. 
Um, wow. It's pretty solidified at this point. Yeah. Did you listen to our Final Girls episode? Mm-hmm. Michael and I, another horror pod. We did a Final Girls oh, episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did yeah, listen, no, I have listen to it. Yet. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. The uh, thing I like most about the movie, I actually like the aliens uh, from the movie myself. You didn't do anything about the alien suits, by the way, in your fun facts. Was no, safe, and it's, there was, I forget what it said they were, but it was not a seven foot because I couldn't find that many people. Right. Mm. Yeah. I actually like the way the aliens looked, and then you got to see mm-hmm. a bunch of them. Because in the first one, I think there's only like one or just one. I think you only see the one. Yeah. And I thought it was it was cool. You got to see a bunch of them. You got to see more of them. So, Jess, thing you did not like about the movie. I said that I didn't like that anybody took Ripley seriously mm. for the longest, and that it was a little bit slow at parts. Yeah. But really, just kind of like that middle point. Yeah, it was. It started off really action packed, and then yeah. it kind of because I even had a, had a note there it was like, mm-hmm. but then it kicks uh, back up. Yeah, yeah. Seth, uh, I also said slow middle section, but then I also had Paxton just like, and I normally <laughs> like him, but he just yeah. annoyed me in this. That was mine. Was Hudson? I just didn't like him at all. And I don't know if this was like one of his first movies. It's got to be early on because he's pretty young. But yeah, he's just obnoxious. Yeah, because I liked him in Twister, and he's Apollo thirteen is him, right? Too, I think. I'm I not think, sure. Yeah. yeah. One thing that annoyed me about this is Vasquez and Gorman mm-hmm. when they die. Like I feel like they didn't have to die right there. Probably not, Mm-mm. but it did buy them some time. I get that they sacrificed themselves yeah. for everybody else, but I'm like, eh, did they really have to die right there? No, I didn't think there was any point for that, really. That's why I was like, I get it. I could have went on for a little longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, will you watch it again, Jess? Yes, I would. Seth? Mm-hmm. I will as well. Let's jump over to Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zero, some movies get fives. At the end, we'll average it out and give you the Horror Movie Crew podcast average Stabby's rating for the movie. Our top rated movies thus far. And Seth, I think, what, we got 70 of them now? That's crazy. It's wild. It's cray. 70 <laughs> episodes. That's crazy. Uh, our top rated Stabby's movies are Psycho with a 4.8, Scream with a 4.8, followed up by The Final Girls, The Conjuring, The Ring, Texas Chainsaw 2003, Rob Zombie's Halloween with a 4.7. Coming up the rear is Ginger Dead Man and The Platform. <laughs> the fucking platform. What a terrible movie. The Plat. Um, yeah, that was a Kruby's request. We didn't actually pick that f- hot mess garbage of a movie. But anyway, Seth, your movie, Aliens, HMC 50... It's actually not my movie, but... Six? It's not your movie? We just kind of picked it, remember? You want it? You can have it. Mm, I'll take it. No, it's an HMC pick, just like all the Halloween <laughs> movies. What do you give this movie? I actually gave it a 4.7. Oh, shit. So I gave Alien a 4.5, and I like this one better. It's a lot more action-packed. It's a lot more focused on the weave. (laughs) Okay. I just like her. So I don't know. I just thought, yeah. Okay. If I had to watch one or the other, I'd definitely watch this one over the first one. Okay. Understood. I agree with you on that. I probably would as well. What about you, Jess? What do you give Aliens? Um, I said a 4.1. I I just like it slightly more than I like the first one. So I kind of, I just bumped it up a tad do you remember what you gave the first one a four i believe she bumped it up a click i did a click just a click. one little just one click. little click click uh i too enjoyed it more than the first one i think it has better watchability it's more action-packed mm. i thought the first one was really slow honestly yeah. 
Which I remember this is almost 10 years later yeah. from the first one. That's true. I guess I didn't even think yeah. about that. 57 years later, according to the movie. Yeah, according to the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked it more than the first one. I really did. So I, I gave the first one a 3.9. I gave this one a 4.1. Same as you. Nice. I just I couldn't rate it higher than Jeepers Creepers. I was looking at a 4.2, 4.3, and I was like, but I gave Jeepers Creepers a 4.1. Can I really give this one higher than Jeepers Creepers? No! <laughs> No! And again, to me, it's a different kind of movie. I gave it the same as Jeepers Creepers. That's what I did. We're like is, Simpatico. This is like action slash horror mm-hmm. more. I don't know. Yeah. I love it when you go into genre breakdowns of how you had to rate a movie because like, I just couldn't pick. You're so just, dude, just, you gave it this. I gave it that. I'm just saying, it's hard to compare some of I these. I do like it. I have a hard time explaining myself on that sometimes. Oh, I'm just like, well, I like it less than this movie. I like it. This is what I'm movie. fucking giving it. And you're going to like it. <laughs> I almost wonder how we would rate these if we didn't have all the other ones in front of us. If we were just, like, yeah, I, th- I thought it was like a 4.1. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but then I, I do look back at stuff. I do reference them. Like, yeah. do I really like it more than this? No. That's what I do. That's yeah. exactly what I do. But you know what? This is our stabby scale, so we're going to do whatever we want to do. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, do whatever the hell we want. Let's <laughs> jump over to some of those other folks that like to give movie reviews and movie ratings, but we, again, are where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. Jess, you want to read the Rotten Tomatoes Critics Consensus. While Alien was a marvel of slow building, atmospheric tension, Aliens packs a much more visceral punch and features a typically strong performance from Sigourney Weaver. You know, I got to say, that's almost spot on with what we said. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they listened to this somehow before we even released it and then they wrote that. They stole atmospheric tension right out of you guys' mouths. Yeah, I could have sworn we said that. Like, you said atmospheric and I was like, tension. Yeah. Like, do it. Atmosphere. attention. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? That's how it went down. And I'm pretty sure Jessica said visceral somewhere. I did say visceral. She said vagina. (laughs) I did, and I thought it meant visceral. (laughs) Fuck. Oops. (laughs) It happens. Uh, You got a stinky visceral. Uh, We all definitely (laughs) said alien. (laughs) We did. (laughs) A couple times. All right. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 97% on 76 reviews. Their average rating was 90%. Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 94% on 250,000 reviews. They gave it a 94% average rating as well. Uh, IMDb gave it an 8.3 or 83% on 674,000 reviews. Us, the horror movie crew, we gave it a 4.3 out of 5 or 86%. So we liked it less than Rotten Tomatoes, but more than IMDb. So what are you going to do? Sue us. Um, Anything else you guys want to say about the movie Aliens before we wrap it up? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. It's good, and if you ain't seen it, uh, it is a 4.3, which is over a 4, so it is stamped by the HMC as Sagudden. <laughs> and if you've not seen the first one, you could watch this as a standalone. Yeah. yeah. I think you could figure out what's happening. You should probably listen yeah. to our episode first, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it. Sorry, do I was it, getting a do drink. Do it, do it. I think you should just crunch it. Whoa. I can't believe I made it through this whole episode without spilling Almost anything. You better shut fell. your mouth because it's not over yet. <laughs> Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Shut your whore <laughs> mouth. Yes, from yes, from Bosch. Sagudin, it's a Sagudin. Anyway, let's wrap it up because it's very important to wrap it up these days. Everybody is just out, you know. We're able to get out and do things, and we're and people are going wild. Mm-hmm. And you got to wrap it up. You don't know what you might get yourself into. Wrap mm-hmm. it. Wrap it. Wrap it up. Anyway, patron shout outs. <gasps> 
Our latest and greatest patron, Chelsea. Chelsea, thank you. Derek Cole, thank you, Derek Cole. Anthony Silva from Porcelain Peak. If you don't listen to Porcelain Peak podcast, you should go check it out. They do some awesome trivia. We're we're not good at trivia. We realized that early in the game. No. It's not not our thing. Never doing it again. Um, (laughs) But they happen to be very good at trivia. Seth and I joined them for a round of trivia to which they promptly (laughs) handed our dicks to us. Yeah. In our defense, we actually were fairly drunk. I would say uh, we were more than fairly drunk. So we probably should have done that earlier in the evening. Sobes. Sobes. We yeah. you should hear him. He's like slurring his I'm words. I'm a little slurry, like it was not it was not good. I'm no, pretty sure he was like like you know, three sheets to the wind. Mm-hmm. I was, was like, not that bad because I remember it. He was like eight. Eight sheets to the wind. We should not have done it. I feel I'm better with like a multiple choice trivia. Yes. If you lay out the options for me, I'm better at like narrowing it down. Yeah. But if I have to come up with that shit, it's game over. Especially if it's a name. No. It wasn't even a name. It was like name the 1934 movie from the Croatian country. But that's the name of a movie. If it's anything like that, I can't. We didn't do good. Anyway, Anthony and his group at Porcelain Peak are very good at trivia. If that's your thing, go check them out. Felicia Connor from Two Chicks in a Horror Flick. We were just talking about Felicia on the way to the cabin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Felicia. Felicia. How genuinely excited and passionate she is to talk about just you were you were the one that said it. I love it. it. So you yeah. do it. I, I can't think, recapture it. What the, I was saying, she's extremely genuine, and I just love I love listening. I love it. Their yeah. podcast is great. Mm-hmm. It is really they're good. both awesome. They're it's hilarious good. too. Yes, they're very funny. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Check them out. So Felicia, thank you for giving us your hard earned money, Caitlin. Caitlin, thank you. Even though you say you're not good at giving questions, I disagree. I think your questions are great. They are. Ashley, the Ashleys, Ashley being Ashley S. We had, uh, was it one or two questions from Ashley? One question from Ashley this episode, so thank you. Our OG patron members, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street. Uh, one of the questions was from Mark, so thanks for submitting your question. Michael from We Love Horror. We have another question coming from him later, which I got in the bag to pull out. And my lovely mother, Nana. Stevie. <sighs> that does it. We made Stevie it through. We, we made it. Made yeah, it. We, we made did it. it. We started this whole thing at one. It's now eight nineteen, and we've we did it. It's time to get in the hot tub. No, it's not. We got more shit to do. <laughs> no, we don't. So that's like I don't want to fucking not have fun, Josh. <laughs> he told me that. He, he I don't want to not have fun. Fun on this trip. That's what he told me. He he texts me. He's like, "Hey, we're gonna have fun, right?" I'm like, "Yes, well, son, we're gonna have fun. Calm down." Yeah. It's gonna be awful. You think I'm like a workaholic, don't you? Like you, you're just bitchy. Do you think I'm bitchy? Maybe sometimes. Yeah, probably. That's fair. Just like I can't. Everybody say is. Yes. I yeah, mean, sometimes. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our next episode, HMC Fifty Seven, is going to be wrong turn. We're actually going to watch it together here yes. at the cabin. Mm-hmm. Then we'll record. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. We haven't done that in a minute. Or some might say it's a good. <laughs> some might say that. Yes. We're out of here. Bye. Goodbye, Bye. y'all. Bye, y'all. Hey, Krubies, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.
There we go. Yes. Don't speak. I know. Just what you're thinking. And I don't need no reason. Don't tell me because it hurts. Don't speak. Don't speak. Don't speak. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Holy shit. Wow. That was good, wasn't it? Were you impressed? I don't know why you're not recording or are you? I am. That needs to go at the end of an episode. Okay, done. <laughs>